Hello everyone, uh, my name is Beverly Power and I'm the current chair of the registered charity CDH UK. Today's podcast is going to be um, talking a little bit, well actually a lot, about Rare Disease Day and we have got some very special guests to help to explain what rare disease is and um, what it can mean to the rare disease populations. So I'd like to welcome today um, Callum Axford and his mum, Faye Axford. Hi, um, Callum. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Hi. Um, you're very welcome to our podcast today. We, we can't wait to ask you the questions that we've got written down here. Um, first of all, I've been hearing from your mum, Callum, that you've um, received something very special in the form of a blue pizza badge. Is that right? Yes. And how did you how did you get to to get that? Because it's a really coveted award, isn't it? Yeah. So I received my first one uh, by doing like a lockdown poem in the first lockdown. Like I would say for school and I got the second one about giving Blue Pizza some information about charity work and stuff and all my conditions. Wow. I mean, that is just, that is brilliant, Callum. Faye, <laughs> you must feel really, really proud of Callum for, for achieving this because they don't give these badges out, you know, willy-nilly, do they? I mean, you you have to be able to um, impress them, I suppose, with the things that you, you've done or that you're doing. You do. You have to show them evidence yeah. that you, what you've done. And Callum mentioned about um, doing a, a couple of um, videos now for CDH UK, the news, yeah, and um, all the other charity work. And we've raised money for CDH UK from the day the day Callum was born. So yeah, well, you um, have because <laughs> because you know I was thinking about this fair the other day that I've kind of. Um, I feel like even though you live so far away from from where I am, I'm in the north of England, and you guys are are down in the the, the south. And um, I feel like I, I I know you guys simply because um, we've known Callum since he was a baby, yeah. um, and you've been such a, an integral part of of the charity in terms of supporting us, in terms of raising awareness, um, you know. And and we we feel proud ourselves that that Callum has been awarded this this blue peter badge and um you know very well done Callum because you know it it, it takes a certain amount of uh, selflessness um to help other people doesn't it and have you enjoyed all of this charity work that you've been doing yeah yeah we feel yeah. very passionate to support the charities and really raise awareness and don't we mm. let everyone know about the charities yeah. and and his conditions and yeah. and how yeah. people can can help absolutely yeah. so anyway so we're mm. in the month of february now and obviously you know we we've had a, a very strange year um and hopefully the the end is in sight now so that that's that's really good um, but February um, is an important month in our calendar for one reason or another. And, and the main thing is that it's uh, Rare Disease Day. Um, and it normally takes place at the end of February. Um, and the aim is to bring the public attention to rare diseases. 
um, and so that we can learn about them and we can raise awareness of them and we can hopefully support rare disease communities better and we can help to instigate and support research. Um, CDH UK um, have been a part of Rare Disease Day for quite a number of years now. Um, and, and how did you, Faye, um, get to hear about Rare Disease Day initially? We've, we've followed it with you guys. So I, I, every, every year we see that um, there's something going on with Rare Disease. So we've, we've always supported it with, with you and um, throughout the years we've done yeah. various things. Yeah. I remember hold, holding your hands up with paint in them on them once and all, all different things to yeah. raise awareness isn't it yeah so yeah from cdh uk oh wonderful so well i mean you know it, it's something that we collaborate with with other rare diseases on um and and i kind of think that brings us nicely on to um the other story about Callum, which is initially he was dealing with with CDH and then yeah. sort of a, a few years after he was born, I, I think he was then given another diagnosis, which was um, NF1. Do you want yeah. to tell us what NF1 is? Very yeah, sort of so, briefly. Yeah. So, um, so obviously the, C, the CDH was, was the thing that was picked up even before Callum was born at, at my scan. And obviously devastating to hear and um dealing with with a lot and he spent eight months in hospital before coming home because of the cdh um mm. but not hitting milestones and things and um being told oh we catch up catch up but um eventually um we got referred to great Ormond street who um after scans diagnosed him with cerebral palsy um, however, from the scans, it was then discovered that Callum had tumours on his optic nerves. Um, and then from that, we learned that he actually has another rare condition, which is no connection to CDH, very different, um, which is called neurofibromatosis type 1, NF1 for short. So it's another long name, like congenital diaphragmatic hernia. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, it's it's similar stats, the one in 2,500. Um, so, yeah, but there is no connection. As far as we know, Callum's the only child with all these conditions. So he's dealing with a lot. But um, so, so, yeah, obviously we've got a, a double hit with rare disease today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's probably why it means so much to you guys, because you're raising awareness of not just one, but, yeah. two um, rare diseases and I remember when we first started supporting the rare disease campaign you know CDH UK did actually come under a little bit of um, flack if you like for want of a better word mm. it because people didn't like the the term disease because they didn't feel that congenital diaphragmatic hernia fit into that bracket of disease and that it was more of a condition yeah but the word disease just means um you know it's a dis-ease of the body it, it's yes. something that doesn't work correctly it doesn't mean it's it's contagious you know as in a disease that you can catch mm. it's that something uh, the process is not not working correctly um, so yeah, it was a challenge for us to get people on board to say yeah, that never, that never bothered me. I just think it's it's an umbrella, and then like so many conditions and exactly. things, it, it can it, 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 there's so many different types and things, and yeah, yeah it, it is rare, um, but although rare, just as important um, 
to raise awareness of it and and it's a great platform to do that on isn't it it is exactly because you know cdh by by the nature of it you know anything um that is defined as affecting less than five in a population of ten thousand, um the classification then becomes a rare disease and, mm. and that is on the orphan net platform so we'd already done the research and we knew that we were a rare disease and the worry was if we're a rare disease we're going to really struggle to get the public to support it so by jumping on another platform and collaborating yeah. with all of these other organizations means that all of a sudden you become quite a lot of people um you know and if you look at how many people are affected across the world you know i think it's 30 million people suffering with a rare disease that's a lot of people uh, and that is a lot of impact on national health resources as well. So the more that we can improve the lives um, and improve the resources mm. and the treatments, the better it is um, all around, really. Definitely. So so looking at, at what you've had to deal with, Faye, um, and how well you've overcome a lot of things, um, you know, as a family, but but Callum as an individual as well. What have been the challenges for you so far with with all of this? Lots of challenges we have, don't we, Callum? Over the, over, we've actually just recently celebrated Callum being home for 10 years and um, looking back over the 10 years, yeah, I mean, obviously the, the, the very first challenge when you're told your baby has CDH is the challenge is to keep keep him for me especially because because he wasn't swallowing the amniotic fluids was to try and keep him in for as long as possible Mm. but obviously he was born premature at 33 weeks and then the challenge obviously was getting him well enough to come home obviously got home after eight months I think one of the big challenges for me and for us as a family was coming back from the London hospital back to your local yeah where the majority of local team don't really like at the time he just had CDH obviously now when we go to the hospital local it's even harder because nine times out of ten they don't know what CDH is or NF1 mm. but it's hard um yeah getting them to know what CDH is you've been, you've you've been in that bubble of the London hospital for so long and then you come back home you do feel quite alone which is obviously yeah. what, another reason why we reached out to you guys CDH UK because you realize you're not alone then yeah and there are other people um like you and then yeah it's just dealing with a lot of challenges if I could give one piece of advice um to myself 10 years ago it would have said accept more um help I think because we took so long to get home it was like oh I just want to be normal whatever that is yeah and I I was offered a cleaner and I was offered nurses to come in be with him at night time because he was on the oxygen and I was like no 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 I can do it all myself yeah and um, looking back and looking back how ill I pro- I looked not only Callum I should have done that but also um yeah obviously we've with, with with Callum not with all CDH children I know but with Callum obviously there was the delay physically as well and that that's been a really big fight and really still is I mean we finally got an OT getting involved with him now and I'm getting things sent to me which really should have been sent to me like nine ten years ago you know yeah Yeah. um so but it's you can't you can't take your your foot off the pedal like every day we're we're googling things we're we're adapting things to 
constantly progress you aren't yeah. we Callum and you're, yeah. you're you never give up do you yeah. it's not like you just have have the hole repaired and off you go and you just have a yeah. checkup mm-hmm. well, with the result, I'm, I'm trying to do the exercises but I but I'm having to adapt them yeah, but, bit, yeah. but you do it he doesn't yeah. just say you're not going to join in with PE with Joe do you you just have to adapt them sometimes um <laughs> And like obviously in winter, he fi- obviously not this winter because this winter's just been obviously strange because we've been yeah. stuck in. Mm. But the winter, w- yeah, good winter that way for your health. But you find yeah. winters tough and challenging because yeah. you miss out on more school because you have to come home when you're poorly, don't you? And things. Yeah, and- like in that uh, one time, uh, right, one school week, I had to have one week of school off. Yeah, and you didn't like that, did you? No. And, oh, and I would say probably the main thing, Callum's not a big moaner, but probably what would you say the main thing you moan about? Because I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> when I have to go to bed early. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, when you, when you have hospital appointments. Yeah. You don't like the hospital mm. appointments. Is, 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 is that what you find a challenge then? Is that the challenge for you, Callum, that it yeah, kind of breaks into your fun time? Yeah. Yeah, going to the hospitals because I love school. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Mm-hmm. It really is. So, yeah, so I suppose kind of breaking your routine, Callum, and I suppose mm-hmm. sometimes it perhaps interferes with, does, I mean, does it does it interfere with things like if you're invited to parties perhaps or if there's something going on at school, are you sometimes concerned maybe that you'll miss out if you've got to go to hospital? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, that is saying about like the challenges as a family with faith as mm. a mum especially then having another child who was born with with no medical conditions that's yeah. the challenge I've found throughout mm. Callan's life really you are yeah, getting that balance yeah and, and also you are the mum that's different and no matter how many people tell you oh you're so strong you're amazing you yeah. are the mum at the school that's different you're the mum yeah. who like Callum's got the blue badge because with the CDH he got chronic lung disease and things yeah. And you are the one that's different, yeah, and Callum needs that extra support. And when he was younger, you couldn't just, the mums would be sitting there having a coffee while all the children play on the soft play. But then I'm the only mum who's got to be in the soft play with him because I I couldn't just leave him. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, maybe it sounds a little bit selfish of me in a way, like, but I did miss out on that social thing of the the mums, you know. Yeah. Yeah. and it is I think that's I think important for that that, that yeah. is a really important thing to to project out there um that you know the impact it, it's on everyone in the family and and like you've just explained really well there that as a mum you you felt like the odd mum out you know the one that yeah. was different and, and I think and, I will all I still do now if I'm completely yeah. honest and I think that's why through CDH um although probably majority there's no clear-cut cdh story and journey um and everyone's had been on their own different journeys but on and nearly all i'm not i haven't met the mums but i'm being friends with them a lot of them for like the nearly 10 years on facebook now and it's just reaching out although we've been on the different journey we've all got Mm -hmm. that same we all come under the cdh umbrella if you like yeah and i think Um, and that's a nice support it is. And, and I think that's one thing that the charity has done, you know, reasonably well, because mm-hmm. when Facebook first started, sometimes it could it could be not 
not a nice place to be on. And some people didn't want to go on there and some people found it a hindrance even, you know, joining mm. groups and sometimes, um, you know, parents could feel patronised or they could feel that perhaps, you know, somebody wasn't listening to what they were saying or somebody kind of jumped on the back of what... And so it's been very difficult for the charity to actually get the groups to a place where everybody trusts them and feels that they can yeah. say what they like and they, they are getting a, a good level of support. Um, and I think that brings me nicely onto my next question, which, which is how has engagement with charities been for you and Callum and, and the rest of the family and how has it helped I would say they've helped massively, wouldn't we? Yeah. With all the charities. I think, I think you can either go two ways. You can, ease, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do have my down days, um, yeah. and it and it is a tough journey. It really, really yeah. is. And um, yeah, um, but I think you can either you can either get really, really low and just yeah. cut yourself off, or the way us as a family we've dealt with it from day one. Um, as soon as Callum was born, even when he was on life support. And I, I, I mean, I couldn't hold Callum for the first four weeks. Yeah. And um, I was like, right, I need to put my, I can't cuddle him. I can't give him everything that I should be able to. So I need to put this into something else. And that's why I put myself into the charities and raising money. Yeah. And I think um, as a family, how we deal with Callum's condition, we embrace it and we cele- celebrate it in a way, don't we, yeah. Callum? Yeah. Um, yeah, you've been born with with a lot of conditions, a lot to deal with and all to do like to deal with long term. The whole may be fixed, but that's only part of the story. Yeah, some one thing that Leo T given me was trying to cut a play doh sausage and Sophie was trying to help me. Yeah. Which is quite nice. You, yeah, you're practicing your cutting up, yeah. aren't you? So we just yeah, yeah And when I got it wrong she she was like, No, I'm not like that. <laughs> but yeah, we, we just um we embrace it and we think the best way to deal with it is give others support support because I think over the 10 years I think mm. um things mm. have definitely got yeah. got better and obviously mm-hmm. you as a charity I can see the changes like the things that you, you you're now able to give um, parents who are pregnant with CDH children and and um, obviously the lovely boxes you do for those that sadly um don't don't survive and mm-hmm. and the things that you can do as a charity and all that together is just fantastic so if we can be a, a small part of that and s- tell more and more people about you and about what cdh is because so many people haven't heard of it have they mm-hmm. callum i mean we yeah, can explain I mean, it so well to people can't we <laughs> I, know, I know and it, it, it becomes frustrating because we do so much to raise awareness you know we do radio campaigns and uh, we've been in national newspapers over the years, you know, The Guardian yeah. and um, all kinds of things we've done. But, you know, there's always going to be new parents coming on the scene and, you know, people getting pregnant and, you know, things change, treatments change, things just change. So yeah. we have to evolve and we have to work on resources and we have to improve services and we can only do that by looking at the feedback um, from our families, from our end users, the people that engage with us, the people we collaborate with, um, mm. you know, and, and we are now part of the European reference networks and we're classed as a medical charity now. We're also an umbrella organization and we are mm-hmm. mentoring um, other parents in other countries to form organizations so that each national 
um, you know, each country, each nation can have a support group like CDH UK in, in mm. their own country, you know, and, and it's important mm. um, that we help to, to affect that. So it's great to hear how, how, and it's very encouraging to hear how you've seen um, the charity evolve as well. And, and oh, massively, work, yeah. Yeah, that we're doing. And, and um, it, it's great to hear as well that you get um, a great level of um, support from the other charities with Callum's other conditions as well. So getting back to Rare Disease Day then, so what are you doing for Rare Disease Day 2021? Are you going to be joining in with the video and obviously yep. doing the podcast? So this is going to be aired on Rare Disease Day. So our listeners hopefully will be listening either on Rare Disease Day or, or afterwards. So what, what have you got planned? Yeah, I've already I've already um, been in contact with you guys like through email and sent um, sent something for your because you're putting a collaborate like a video together, aren't you? We are, yes, yeah, so we're going to be releasing that um, on Rare Disease Day as well. So yeah. um, hopefully that will raise some awareness on good old social media. No, no definitely. And um, yeah, sent a picture of Callum, and also we mentioned how with Callum's charity work he won mm. the um, Pride of Essex as well yeah. didn't, of Child yeah. of Courage that but, and I just an think amazing it's... achievement Callum <laughs> how could I have forgotten not to mention <laughs> that at the beginning that was two years ago now. it was because it was yeah 2019 I think it's because the last year nobody feels like that kind of counts does it we've exactly kind of just we've kind of <laughs> been in the twilight zone the twilight zone we've been I in Callum. it oh. really does it but yeah, um, strange. I, I think it's so important when you're when you get that news that you're scanned, it's so important to cling on to the good stories. And that's what we just scoured like to try and just you just want that hope and you've got to stay positive because it's so it was well, best thing for mum and baby just to stay positive. Um so we hope that what we bring to people is just that hopefully that little bit of hope that they need. As yeah, well as well, the awareness. <laughs> yeah, because I think well, I think we um, I remember our media uh, guys put something out um, on our social media, and it was when parents are first diagnosed with um, CDH. You know, those three letters don't mean very much to them at that point because they may never have even heard of CDH. No, and they certainly don't know what's going to happen until they've had all of the scans and everything. So. CDH is just three letters. Yeah. But the four letters that mean a lot to them is hope. Hope, exactly. Yeah. You know, definitely. Um, that just means something to all of us. We we've all heard of that word and and it and, and it means something. So mm -hmm. I think that is, you know, a, a really nice thing to kind of um wrap things up. Yeah. So if anybody's listening today that that wants to join in with Rare Disease Day, then obviously sharing posts on social media and, of course, share this podcast. Um, tell your stories, put your stories out there and talk about the positive things, you know, and, and create that, um, you know, that that hope for, for newly diagnosed parents um, that they can see that children that survive CDH are not necessarily surviving but with a poor quality of life they're actually thriving um you know they're surviving and thriving and that is what the charity wants to help um survivors of cdh to do is to really thrive in life 
Um, and we, we really do um, hold that voice for our patients to be able to get them to that place. Um, so, so that's great. So sharing posts, sharing the podcast, telling your stories, send your pictures in so that we can add them to our Rare Disease Day video. Um, and also don't forget that June um, is CDH Awareness Month and we're going to be doing some really exciting things because it looks like we may be coming out of lockdown in June as well. Yay. Completely, hopefully, yay! Um, <laughs> so, so it's going to be a, a brilliant month to celebrate and a brilliant month to raise awareness. So we hope to be able to tell you more about that in due course. So I just want to now thank Faye very much for joining us today. And Callum, what can I say about Callum Axford? I mean, you're an inspiration, <laughs> Callum. You really are. And I've watched you grow up from being this little tiny baby, you know, that that was, you know, 33 weeks and, and you know, it was hanging in the balance and everything. And yeah. mom and dad yeah. held on to everything and you certainly did. And look what you've done. You should be very, very proud of yourself, Callum. You're Thank an absolute you. inspiration. Thank and you. mom, you are too, because obviously you've been the one that has sometimes felt alone, has sometimes felt different. And has sometimes well, you're laughing at me, Callum. Well, <laughs> you're laughing at you. This is like Well, well, I don't know. And we're ending this on, on a little bit of a laugh and a giggle, which is always <laughs> great. It's it's wonderful to laugh. It's the best medicine. So it is, it is ending, let's good. end on that and let's yeah. say that rare, rare is, is many, rare, rare is strong, and rare, rare is proud. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Callum. Bye, Faith. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.